the present of Infect. The future of Infect. Next on Eternal Dirtles. But now I go. Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our Patreon supporters out there. Thank you to the Dirtle Maniacs. If you want to be a Dirtle Maniac, go to patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and help support the channel. It keeps things going. It keeps things updated. Thanks so much for watching. On with the show. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark. And with me this week, we have two special guests. Uh, Michael Everett, who came in 19th at Eternal Weekend. And of course, Fenris Cloud, Sam Doms. Uh, the infect master so uh guys obviously we're talking about infect today yeah it's a it's a great deck served me well the two weeks ago and i'm excited to talk more about it nice i'm always excited about uh, to talk about infect so uh (laughs) you know i've been talking about how the deck is really good again for a while now so i'm Mm -hmm. happy to um to see that it actually has been proven in both europe and america so uh yeah yeah, i'm I'm, uh, excited for the future really I'll, I'll quickly go into my my experience because it's it's quite short uh, <laughs> uh, with with the deck at Eternal Weekend. Um, I want to I want to quickly shout out Sam because uh, the day de- the day before, you know, I'm about to get on the train. I'm like, hold on, man, I need to have I need to ask a couple of questions. And we sort of tilted the deck around a little bit, added some stuff, took out some stuff. You stopped me from jumping off a cliff at one point with uh, Green Sun Zenith. And, yeah, and uh, I actually really... tried to get you as close to my list as I could. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't hard. able it's to hard. get I'm you all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hard guy to to convince uh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, my dad, my dad always said that about me. He's like, I can only give you so much advice, and, and then you just jump in the car and go into a wall anyhow. But that's fine. You should always play what you think is best. So uh, yeah, I'm glad we ended up somewhere in the middle. I think. Yeah, my my big thing was I wanted to uh, leverage uh, Lorien revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. And and try and get to a point. I, I I definitely made some mistakes in my build, um. But uh, I wanted to get to a point where I could up the blue count, uh, for force well, of because that. that seems like yeah. a thing that the deck had yeah. had a problem with. I actually um, had an and, experiment you know, myself with Lorien where I went up to like four wastelands and three Lorien revealed, and it was honestly yeah. Oh. I, I think I even I'm not sure if I made a I think I made a video about that deck, uh, and honestly it was pretty hilarious because people just don't expect for wastelands from infect and no. I, I went up to like i don't know uh, so in total like 20 lands but you don't count ink moth or wastelands as lands and it just was hilarious because it often felt like a delver deck where i'm just turn one play an <laughs> infector and then just wasteland wasteland play lorians all the time uh, it was it, it was really fun i really liked the build i don't think it's the best build but i did i did have a lot of fun you do you have that video up um I'm gonna check the. Be- I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, if you do, if you do, we'll find out after the cast, and I'll put okay, a link yeah, up to yeah, it somewhere, yeah. uh, just just so that people can check that out. If not, eventually it'll go up, and I'll you know if you stumble upon this in a year, you'll be able to see it somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that's that. That was actually one of the things I liked about the deck when I started playing it was I was a rug delver guy, so you know, stifle wasteland, you know, play a threat, protect the queen, you know. Uh, Infect has a lot of those same notes, you know, mm-hmm. not the stifle wasteland part, but the protect the queen strategy and, you know, playing days, playing force of will, stopping the unfair decks, right? But then protecting your your threat and winning, you know, winning through a little bit of a combo kill, a little bit faster than Delver. So yeah, that, yeah, that was definitely. kind of what drew drew me to the deck. Yeah, I've played yeah, Delver I, uh, occasionally too. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I picked up the deck uh, like a week before Eternal Weekend. Uh, I had been testing Food Chain Goblins for a couple months leading up to it, and 
all of the times I was winning, it was because I had to fight really hard for it. Uh, and then the rest of the time I was losing. So picking up Infect as a deck that just steals wins out of nowhere for free constantly felt so good. Yeah. Yeah. So the Eternal Weekend was my first time playing that uh, 75 with the Quick Reflexes, which uh, just felt like the deck was on steroids. It was <laughs> insane how good that card is. You, you have entered the Church of Legolas's Quick Reflexes for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That card is the biggest upgrade Infect has gotten ever. I'm not exaggerating. It really feels to me yeah. that way. Uh, I think it's it's what the deck has been wanting for like since its inception. It's both a removal spell and an unconditional protection spell. It's it's honestly just nuts. I never expected that would ever get anything of this power level. Um, so I am just in love with the card. Honestly, it's insane. Yeah, yes. so obviously I went three and three, which I you mm -hmm. know I had I had my good matches, I had my bad matches, I had my good matchups and bad matchups. I think slightly worse matchups than than I would have liked, but uh, on, honestly, uh, you know, for for someone who hadn't touched the deck in years, I think I think I you know I did okay. Um, but yeah, you said you just picked up the deck and went with it, and obviously you made the right choice because you just played Sam Sane seventy five from the from his just about. Game. I think I was two cards off from the sideboard. But yeah, I actually. Yeah, 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 I think exactly. so. I have the list in front of me. I think you had. Yeah. I played two triumph. I, you played one. Yep. And yep. I that's... only got my hands on one. Yes. Okay. I was playing. <laughs> yeah. a, I was playing a Nemesis as my other uh, triumph because yeah, I was yeah. like, I bought the decks. I bought the like Warhammer decks when they came out. I'm like, I own one triumph. Yeah, and then the I played the uh, I played the basic force in the sideboard, uh, for the the Blood Moon matchups, and then. Mm. Uh, I don't own a Seeds of Innocence, so I just had the third Force of Negation. Force of Vigor, probably. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which I think, I think that's, uh, honestly, I think that's where Sam was going with the deck, was to remove the Seeds and add the Force of Vigor as the It's the first the thing answer. I did after Eternal Week in Europe. Okay. <laughs> I've gone, yeah. I'm yeah, so yeah. sick and tired of losing to Blood Moon slash Chalice. I just went, I yep. went up to four Force of Vigors now. Uh, it's, I, oh, nice. I'm just not... Everything I, I went seven three in uh in Europe and all three of my mm -hmm. losses were against Chalice slash Blood Moon decks. Literally every single one. Uh if if I get to play magic, I'm feeling I'm feeling fine. But if I don't get to play magic, I'm just I, I hate losing that way, really. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh I yeah. that's why I'm just I've gone up to four force of biggest and I'm even thinking about playing two uh hydroblast in the sideboard too. Just to show you how much I hate <laughs> losing to <laughs> to Blood Moon, uh, etc. Uh and uh, it's been working out great because uh, it has improved the matchup quite a lot. As soon as you if you survive the first two turns against initiative slash um Blood Moon Stompy decks, you're okay, really. Uh, you just need to be able to do something. Um yeah. that's how I, I honestly I uh, if I, I was on camera, maybe you've seen the match. Uh, if you haven't, don't go and watch because you really, really didn't miss anything. <laughs> Thing is, I just I just didn't play any magic. Right, it was round yeah. five in Europe, uh, where I was no round six because I was five zero at that point. And I played against initiative, or at least I should I should say I didn't play against initiative because I just got turn turn one two two blood moon, uh, and that felt honestly just devastating. The deck is so powerful, um, so. Yeah, and that's what I've been going for, and I think that's the way forward, because if we look at the win rates of Initiative, I think it has had the best win rate of uh, Eternal Weekend uh, alongside Painter, just to show the deck is not going away, so yeah. you need an answer mm -hmm. for the deck. Um, so that's what I'm going. Yeah, and I think I'm going to be a, a... Next time I play, in fact, I'm going to swap out 
probably the basic forest, which I didn't love. And then the fourth copy of Swords to Plowshares, I want to bring in Dismembers because a lot of the Blood Moon decks are tilting towards uh, the side of Magus of the Moon instead. Yeah, man. I got Magus dur- during like round four and I was yeah. unhappy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll berserk that thing if you attack. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like I like this member. It's a really cool tech. I just don't want to cut swords. For currently I, I've been thinking about playing this member as well, and uh I'm I'm not on not sure if I wanna play two hydroblasts or two dismembers. Um mm. so I, I, I can get behind that choice. Um we'll see. So Mike, let's go over uh, your matchups real fast, and just uh, you know, yeah. uh, g- give a give a good or bad uh, for what you would have thought uh, coming into the tournament uh, for for this. Uh, not necessarily if you won or not, but uh, h- how you felt about this matchup. Um, so we've got you in round one playing against Demir Scam. Yeah. So so in the tournament, I uh, I misplayed this a little bit because I wasn't super familiar with the matchup. And I did take a loss, but I think in general, the deck is certainly beatable. Uh, you're going to get screwed over by a turn one scam, but what archetype isn't? Yeah. But after that, it's, you know, Bowmasters, Days, Force of Will. Those are all things that you're very capable of playing around as, in fact. So I think it is a fine matchup. I don't feel insanely favored uh, in either direction, but I think it just comes down to skill and knowing what you can play around. I personally hate this matchup, uh, mostly because snuff out, um, and okay. then and then getting scammed out on turn one, obviously. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know, Sam. How do you feel about the scam matchup? It depends on the sideboard. If I'm playing um, Catherine's, honestly, it feels fine because they just as soon as Catherine, if it ever resolves, they just have so much difficulties dealing with it. Especially when you have, com- well, especially in combination with Legolas, it's it's honestly insane how powerful that is. Um, yeah. And also, I, against Scam, um, Swords is also very good. Uh, we also play Veils in the yeah. sideboard. It's It really depends. Um, if I wasn't playing any um, Catherines, I'm always afraid of Plague Engineers. Most people have been cutting Plague oh. Engineer because it's really not that good in the meta anymore, <clears> which <throat> is good for us. Um, so it, yeah. it, it depends heavily on the sideboard, both for the Infect player and for the Scam player. Um, but generally, I think it's about 50-50. Um, but that may um, it may it may change uh, depending on how good the pilot is, of course. Um, so in general, I'm okay with it, but I'm never happy when when see, when seeing that uh, that matchup. But it's fine; I, uh, it's not terrible. I, I looked out actually against somebody with Plague Engineer uh, in in one of my rounds where uh, I had out all three of my Infect guys: the Ink Moth, the Bladed Agent, and and the Glistener Elf. And he put it down. And he said, "Rogue." Ah uh, yes, like, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> nice. I'll, yeah. I'll All right. Mm-hmm. That's. The I told happens. him after the match. I was like, "Hey, man, like, because I'm gonna, you know, I, I killed him with uh with the Embiggen on uh, on the uh, Ink Moth, and I was like, the the word that you're not seeing here is uh is Phyrexian. So you like, shouldn't tell them. Uh, you shouldn't tell them. Yeah, don't let, don't let people yeah. know. <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. I can't help it. Here we are broadcasting it to millions of hundreds of people. They should know, right? Because if you play in Biggin, it gets plus four plus four. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They should. They should realize. Yeah. Like, why is it four? Because see, I'm only yeah. seeing three types. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next, you played five color control. Yeah. Uh, this match is incredibly easy. 
Yeah, because like leyline binding is like their big, is yeah, their big thing, right? If, if they ever tap out for beans on turn two, you just win the game on the spot. Yeah. Uh, and outside of that, they they don't have quite enough spot removal to deal with what you have, and they don't have the the speed on their end. You can just sculpt your perfect hand. Yeah. Take as long as you want. Yeah, they don't have the same kind of permission, and and the, the threat base is kind of low. Uh, and and also like if you have ink moth, like their yeah. half of their removal is useless against them because leyline binding doesn't work. Yeah, Sam, how do you feel great. about this? I think one of the reasons why I love Infect right now is because the best control deck, if not the best deck in general in Legacy, um, is Beans. And the current iteration of Beans right now is just so in so hugely favored for Infect. I think, and I'm not exaggerating here, my win rate is around like 90% against Beans. <laughs> uh, it's honestly insane how powerful Ink Moth Nexus is in that matchup. Because they've They've now gone to um, Leyline Bindings, and that doesn't hit uh, lands. And they also don't have Flies anymore because they rely mostly on Catherine. Sometimes I have like two Merc Tides, maybe three occasionally, but that's just not going to be good enough against uh, Infect. Mm -hmm. So I've been hugely favored against um, the Beans decks right now, especially because they rely on the longer game with their Beans. And that's just, we, we're not going to give them time to generate value out of the beans so uh, i'm i feel heavily favored against the deck yeah yeah i think i think the the consensus is that we manigate this deck uh because we're so fast so they can have all the cards they want but if they can't cast all the cards that they want they're not they're not leveraging the beans they're just getting selection out of the beans exactly and again legolas yeah. i felt I, and i don't think i've ever lost a game where i had when i had legolas in my hand honestly it's that powerful you can just go for it every oh, single yeah. time and Legolas makes mm -hmm. all of their removal spells so awkward because what are they going to do? Not use removal? That's not something that you can do, right? Um, yeah, that's so silly. <laughs> and usually what control decks want to do is they want to keep out swords for as long as possible. So a play that I like doing is just firing off double invigorates. They will always, usually they let that through unless they 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 were going to die. But they are fine taking nine, right? Because yeah. it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But now that's no longer the case because you've got Legolas. If you slam in for nine you've basically won the game because swords yeah. will not work anymore. So when are they going to remove your stuff? Because if you invigorate once and then they swords, but you have Legolas anyway, it does the same. So <laughs> removal is just so awkward now for the control mages. Uh, and that's all thanks to Legolas. Yeah. yeah. All right. So in the next round, uh, you played against Teamer Agro, which is basically just blue-red Delver with, uh, <laughs> with uh, questing druids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, again, it felt <clears throat> fine. Uh, Delver felt like a little more of the, the skill matchup. They have more interaction for you, and they can present the clock. Uh, I think I was able to just get, you know, put together a very fast kill and have the days back up. But then post-board, uh, I played Triumph for St. Catherine, and I drew my one copy, and I miracled it, and that was that. It's... So hard for yeah. them to beat. Yeah, I like mean, they I had... think that's the that that is the goal, right? Against yeah. against the Delver deck is to get a triumph out. Yeah, once you have that, because you know you can <clears> put your pump spells on that if they're gonna block with their giant Merktide or whatever. They just can't kill it when it's on the battlefield. Interesting piece of technology that this deck decided to go because they're playing uh, Dragon's Ray Chandler, two Seal of Removals, which is uh, spicy. Yeah, yeah, that did uh, that did show up in one of the games, <clears throat> and that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough one. Uh, Sam, how do you feel about this? Well, another reason why I think Infect has really gotten a big upgrade is because um, if you look at the new new additions to the deck, Legolas and the Biggin, 
Um, currently, with the way Delver is set up, every single pump spell that we have saves our creatures, right? Both against Bowmasters yeah. and all the bolts. So this is why I think that Infect right now is so so well positioned again, because we have 12 ways to protect our creatures, and that's just all the green cards. I'm not even including forces or daisies. Um, so um, in the past, it was really horrible, but honestly, right now, I feel fine against Delver. Um, I'd say that my win rate against it is, is um, over 50%. I don't have statistics to back it up, but I'm when I'm pet up against Delver right now, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm okay with that, which is not true, which has yeah. not been true in the past, and that's also because Legolas another... uh, is just it happens. Yeah, well, I was about to say with Legolas, yeah. another thing that makes makes that card better is that, uh, you know, normally you had to worry about we were like, okay, well, I can pump my guys against Bolt or whatever, but if they have mm -hmm. Wasteland and I'm trying to go with an Infect with my Ink Moth Nexus, Wasteland just ends ends my combo. Exactly. Um, now you have Legolas quick reflexes, yep. and you know you're getting so much more value out of that than than say Vines of Vastwood, which they can. Carry. Oh, for sure. And play, you don't have to play around days. It's so important. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, them wastelanding you, etc. It's so powerful, and it's also a very good removal spell. I've had a lot of situations where I have like one Nexus on the table, and my opponent has like I don't know, flipped Delva and a uh, Delirious um, Darcy, and they just slam in. I'm like, sure, go ahead, animate my Nexus, invigorate it. I know it's coming, right? They bolt, and then you're going to use the reflexes. Nice. You block one, ping for mana, kill the other one, my turn. That's yeah. just the best feeling in the world. <laughs> and my my it, favorite it, part about reflexes this weekend was uh, the, the untap was so huge, because with Ink Moth, normally you're a little more thirsty on mana because you have to activate, mm -hmm. but with quick reflexes, you can activate the Ink Moth with itself and then untap it with the, the reflexes, and it feels like it's a free spell. It's so cool. I managed yeah. to survive once by giving a random noble hierarch um, reach to. It's so silly. It gives reach. Yeah, nice. <laughs> okay. yeah. So yeah. they added an extra word to the exactly copy. right. A slam in for lethal. Yeah, I'm gonna block with my noble, <laughs> so I can kill you next turn. It's it's honestly it's ridiculous how many keywords the card has. Yeah. yeah. So in the next round you play, and this is a deck that I have no opinion on because I've never seen it or heard of it. Five color tokens. Uh, I'm going to go over this deck real fast. Uh, yeah. Architects of Will, Bloodbraid Marauder, Street Wraith, Orcish Bowmasters, uh, Tarmogoyf, Glass Dusk Hulk. I've never even seen that card before. Brazen <laughs> uh, Borrower, uh, Colossal Sky Turtle. So this looks like a lot of cycling cards. And then you've yep. got Incubation uh, in Incongruity, incongruity uh, Crashing Footfalls. There, There's the tokens part. Okay. Uh, Lorien Revealed, Rise and Fall, and Land Grant. Uh, days, once upon a time, force of will, and then uh, sixteen lands. Uh, this deck looks like the weirdest deck ever. But if 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 it falls into that crashing football style deck, I think you're doing okay here. Yeah. So this match started with my opponent going uh, turn one, suspend rhinos into turn two, cast a once upon a time for free because he hasn't cast a spell yet. And then find Orcish Bowmasters. So I was very confused. Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I was, you know, then he cycled the Architects of Will, and I was like, does he have a living end in here? Do I have to play around that? Uh, and then it turned out that he was on the Bloodbraid Marauder to get Delirium off of cycling these artifact creatures and then cascade into Rhinos that way. Uh, wild deck. Wild deck. Very, very cool build. It uh, went very well for me. 
Yeah, it looks he, like you yeah. won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, he didn't have enough interaction, and he wasn't able to present a fast enough clock, even with the rhinos. So I was just able to, you know, get in for ten. It, yeah, Sam, how do deck. you feel about a deck like this? I don't know, man. Left speechless. Congrats, congrats to KCC who who was left Sam speechless. Exactly. <laughs> Although I do, when I when I hear you guys talking about it or Mike talk about it, it seems it's a combo deck, right? And generally, we are favored against combo decks. So, just based yeah. off of this five-minute talk, I'd say we are favored. But yeah, <laughs> and the thing that's... is, like with these Rhinos decks that are popping up, there's this one and a couple other iterations out there. It's kind of like a combo deck, but their combo is put eight power into play. Yeah, it's like your combo is kill you in two turns, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is like, wouldn't you just rather play Galvanic Relay and Storm? You know. I think uh, Rhinos yeah. is really good, though. Let's not underestimate the deck. I think the deck is very good, honestly, because if if you put uh, 8 power um, on the board, turn 0, most decks just die. However, we are faster. Turn <laughs> yeah. You need 3 turns to kill us? Please. Let's, yeah. just, let's, yeah, yeah. let's just swing in once, and let's see we're, how it's done. We're speaking <laughs> from a privilege that no one else seems to understand. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, think, I, I think Rhinos, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be... More and more popular. We're going to see it a lot, but that's good for us. I think it's, yeah. uh, again, we are favored in that matchup, I believe. One last point about this deck. He was playing three snuff out on the board, so not, Yikes. you know, he was, he was out Yikes. there. He was out there. Uh, all right, so th- the next things. round, you end up playing against Team of Rhinos. So, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. It's out there. That deck is out there. That deck is out there. Uh, yeah, this this was so this was more classic build with the... He was cascading on turn one off of spirit guides. He had furies to evoke to try to wipe my threats. Uh, yeah, I think he killed me game one pretty easily. And then post board again, I just boarded in my 5 5 lifelinker against all his 4 4s. Yeah, that's and tough for them. Yeah, it stuck once. It traded with the hard cast fury and then it, you know, got cast again off the top. And that was that. Yeah, that'll do it. Sam, uh, you know, we were just talking about rhinos, but what's your general consensus about the deck? As I said, I think the deck's very good in general. Um, it's going to be a contender for maybe best aggro deck. I'm, I wouldn't, you know, should we even call it a combo deck? I don't know. It's like somewhere in the middle, I guess. Uh, but I think we are favored in general. Fury can be... Um, that's probably the only thing that I'm really afraid of coming from rhinos because that's just... Uh, if, if they get to you know, like hit a couple of things, it can be scary. However, generally, we are favored against combo decks, and if we can just stop that combo once, that's usually good enough. Honestly, that's how it feels. Um, yeah. So they're the, not the only... playing a lot of interaction either. After, after they're playing Fire Ice and Fury, and yeah, I, exactly. I honestly don't think that's enough. Especially yeah, the, the one the issue with them is, yeah, they after board they have Blood Moons though, so mm. they oh. can go turn one Blood Moon off their Spirit Guides, Root. and that's pretty tough to beat because that's I don't good. know if we can really afford to bring in all of our enchantment hate against them with yeah. you know the i think they had like two moons in the board and i don't want to bring in two or three forces to hope to answer that you know yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense all right so next you're on boros painter i know personally i played boros painter in in uh my third round my fourth round uh and i got crushed yeah i this is a tough matchup this is a very very tough matchup they they can present an actual combat that kills you very quickly. They can trap you under ensnaring bridge. They have the blood moons. They have all these tools against you. Uh, in our match, they they went for the ensnaring bridge, but couldn't get down to zero cards. So I got to attack with a one one and then make it a ten ten. Uh, and then 
yeah, post board, I just I had a bunch of force figures against them, and it got through, and that's what I needed. But in general, this is another uh, they can just slam at Blood Moon really early. They can combo out really early. They don't have a ton of interaction for you, so if you can land your Force of Wills, etc., then you're probably going to be okay. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little coin flippy. Yeah, and now at this point in the tournament, you're five and one. Uh, yeah. You got to be feeling pretty good. I was feeling pretty good. I was not expecting to be there. Yeah, because like I said, you just you had just picked up the deck, so you were probably yeah. like, "Whoa, this is." I'm wielding a lightsaber right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I had played a total of four <laughs> rounds of this deck uh, at a Friday Night Magic, and I instead of having quick reflexes, I had the um, uh, the one that puts the enchantment on your guy uh, that gives it Ward One. Royal treatment. Oh yeah, yeah, royal treatment. Royal treatment. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing royal treatments, and the deck felt, you know, it could get kills, but it wasn't doing anything broken. And then after two rounds of playing with Legolas's quick reflexes, I was like, yeah, this tournament's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam, uh, you hate it, right, Boros Painter? Not really. I think no, uh, okay. no because um, they are not all in on stopping you from playing Magic. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, so I actually, I actually do enjoy uh, playing against Painter because I do think it's more, much more skill intensive. They, they don't usually go turn one into Blood Moon. Like if you yeah. can get one, if you can play a land, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Don't get me wrong. The cards that they present are really powerful. However, you can interact, and that's I, I really find lose against uh, Painter usually because you do get to play Magic. Especially off the sideboard with my new list, um, as I said, four swords, four force of figures, you get that that gets a lot of it does a lot of heavy lifting. So um I've, I I like playing against the deck. Um not not that it's favored for infect by any means, but uh, it feels to me like fifty fifty ish. Um especially with my new build also playing like double uh, hydroblasts. You um yeah, sideboard cards are important. And if painter really becomes um well, alongside initiatives and the best win rate, so maybe people are gonna play it more. I'm gonna start playing the green, uh, the green graveyard thingy. What's the name again? Like Gaia's, Gaia's something. Gaia's blessing. Exactly. That's that's oh, a cool. Yeah, nice. You don't have to worry about the combo anymore. So that, I do like that one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh. That'll it's give you the, in the back of my head for sure. Yeah. 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 Just don't draw it. No, don't draw it. <laughs> Even then, you can still draw. It, it says also draw a card, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. You can actually yeah, yeah. cast it. So it's you need two of them so you can shuffle the other one back in. Exactly, right? It sucks, but at least you get to draw a card off of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I think there was a, I forget what it was. There was a, uh, it cycled and it destroyed target artifact. It was uh, something deliverance or something yeah, like that. The sense of deliverance. That's mm -hmm. yeah. I was playing that for a while at main deck in mm -hmm. uh, in uh, in fact uh, back when you know this was. Yeah, you know, whenever that set that came out was was around, and and it worked a couple of times. Sometimes you just need something to, to draw the card. Exactly. Yeah. Failsafe on All the right, card uh, is really good. Yeah. All right. Next, we're on to Colorless Painter, which just looks like Mono Red Painter uh, to me. Uh, so, uh, Michael, how, how did you fare in this one? Yeah, so this one, uh, they never really presented a lot of painter pieces. I think they were just going, you know, turn one, turn two, Rattle Masters in both of our games. And... Again, they you slam your tier one rabble master and you go what, one five eight or whatever that clock is, and it doesn't add up to twenty until like the fourth turn. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I was able to just play my one one and then find the opportunity to get an attack in off a of quick reflexes, take out the one blocker, get in for ten. 
Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sam, uh, colorless painter, which look like I said, this looks like red painter to me. Yeah, so I'm I'm surprised you have red painter, but they did play the goblin. Yeah, it, it was like a painter stompy hybrid. I would say. Okay. Yeah, broadside bombardiers is the is the card that scares me the most. Yeah, but that seems yeah, like yeah. just uh, isn't that just red stompy then? Because what were yeah, the painters it, this in looks there? like a red stompy deck that was okay. that was listed as as uh, as colorless, but yeah, it's definitely because, red. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about red stompy, uh, I've already told you how much I hate losing against blood moon and chalices. So I think that matchup is mm-hmm. just horrible for us, which is why I've adapted my sideboard. Um, however, if they're just going to play some creatures and try to kill you that way, I mean, that's not going to yeah. work. You can't raise yeah. infect based on damage. So uh, that's not going to work. This deck's um, only playing two Magus of the Moon and board, so they're not even playing the Blood Moon package. Oh, so, wow. That's okay. even, even easier. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if yeah, Blood, Moon is, <laughs> Blood Moon is what makes the deck so scary alongside Chalice. So if they're not playing yeah. that one, then, yeah, that gets a lot better. Yeah, they're just playing a bunch of goblins at that point. Yep. All right, so now we go to your, uh, spoiler alert, your next loss. Uh, this is four color tempo. Yeah, so th- this uh, mm-hmm. they were on Bowmaster Merktide as their uh, kill conditions, and then it was just tons and tons of interaction. Uh, and I I do think like the Teamer Delver, it is you know skill intensive. It's who draws more interaction. Uh, it's a lot of back and forth. You can play around Bowmasters. Um, now you you have the the list up in front of you, right? Yeah. Uh, how many wastelands were they on? They were on three wastelands. Okay, yeah. So I I lost the match. Uh, I had a mulligan to five that you know I went like land mana dork and they went wasteland bolt. Ugh. And you know that was that. And then yeah. uh, our game three, I had to fight through three bowmasters and two wastelands and a merc tide or something, and it was just. It wasn't gonna come together for me. Um, yeah, but outside of you know the one match experience, I think it's definitely a, a winnable matchup, uh, just like the other four color decks. Uh, but they they did just have more interaction than most. Yeah, this deck has been. I think people are starting to call this garbage pile because it's basically Del- you remove Delver and you just throw in uh, you throw in another color to the yeah. deck so that you can play Bowmasters in a in a teamer deck. Um, and so yeah, you get like. Bowmasters is not one of those cards that's unbeatable, I would say, for for uh, for Infect, and you're happy to take, like, three to draw a card if you have it invigorate in your hand, because you're like, I'm just going to attack anyhow and try and kill you. Yeah. But uh, p- putting in two blockers is always a problem. Um, Sam, Sam, how do you feel about this four-color, like, Garbage Pile-style deck? Yeah, um, they play a lot of removal. That's unfortunate. The thing is, you know, they are, since they play four colors, sometimes they just don't have the removal that they want. Uh, so I find mm-hmm. against the deck, it's better to just go for it maybe a bit earlier than you'd want to, because they have their removal is um, is like split between black and red usually. So um, sometimes they just don't have um, an, uh, a way to remove your threats, and especially since they also rely on bowmasters. Um, I I also think that bowmasters. I heard in the beginning a lot that okay, this is a death of infect, which I've heard like a million times. Um, yeah. Yeah. And bowmasters really. Uh, let me tell you one thing. No, that's just not true. I. Fatal Push is much more scarier than Bowmasters is because yeah. Bowmasters is like a weaker Fatal Push that costs two mana. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I really, do, I really don't think that's the biggest issue. And we also know how to play against uh, bolts, etc. So, um, yeah, it feels to me like probably a bit like against like you're playing against Delver. However, yeah, less consistent. So 
No, I think it's uh, okay to play you against it. And again, Catherine, if we are playing that one, if you resolve that one, it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Team of Rhinos again, which you won. We won't talk about Team of Rhinos a second time. <laughs> uh, let's go on to the next round and yeah. talk about Eldrazi Stompy, a deck I didn't even oh. know was still around and was apparently doing pretty good because this is, what, round 10? Uh <laughs> so and you're you only have what two losses at this point so i uh i did eight. not play against Seldrazi stop being round 10 oh yeah they, they lied about what they're playing yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah this is the uh yuriko tiger this shadow uh, yeah yeah deck. yeah this still, is... like that's a deck i also just would not expect to see <laughs> no not at, at all this is one of my favorite <laughs> decks and yeah this guy was crushing it with this deck uh yeah our, our matches uh again i felt pretty favored one of their you know, first creatures that they play has the line, this creature cannot block on it. Yeah. yeah thanks for changeling outcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, they hit me with the, the changeling into the, uh, the artifact that turns your changeling into a four, four. And that was all very, they didn't have a lot of interaction for me. They didn't have a fast enough clock uh, post board. However, they did have plague engineer. Oh, so I was lucky to, to dodge that one. He showed it to me after uh board, but no, it was just another, yeah. I got to present really fast kills. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing back to basics, which is rude. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I asked him if he had brought him back to basics uh, out of the sideboard, and he said he was just jamming the main just deck all day, and it was crushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that card. That's so good. Sam, how do you feel about back to basics? <laughs> it's pretty much the same as Blood Moon. <laughs> it's just, if it resolves. Yeah, yeah. Although, some, depending on the situation, you can, you can still attack once, so you can... Uh, yeah, if you yeah. are aware of back to basics, it's much less of an issue because then you can navigate your way through it. So it's not as big of a deal as Blood Moon is. Um, also, your lands are still forests, which means that you can cast Invigorate for free. Exactly. So you can right, go yeah. in for. I'm just going to set up for one turn and then see if I can make it work. So back yeah. to basics is a. It's a very good card against us, but it's not as back breaking as Blood Moon is. Yeah. Then we go into your last your last round, uh, Mono Red Prison. Uh, you hate to see it. <laughs> I I hated to see it. I was very scared of it. Uh, game one, he, again, just played a turn one Rabble Master, and it did not present a fast enough clock. And then in our game two, I think he was on a mulligan to six, he went uh, a Soul Land into a Chrome Mox, and I'm looking at a, a Force of Vigor in my hand, and I have the potential to, you know, stop him from getting that third mana from imprinting. But the green card I would have had to pitch to it was my Berserk, which mm. was the only way I could actually like present a fast enough kill. Yeah. So I let the the Mox go through. He imprints a Magus on it, and I like have a mild heart attack because I think he's just going to play another one. <laughs> and then he plays Broadside Bombardiers and attacks me for two. You're like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? What is happening? <laughs> and yeah, it was it was a gift, uh, and I just played my guy, had the one protection spell I needed and gotten for lethal. Uh, and I, I asked him about it after the, the round, and he said since the soul land was his only land, making that a mountain meant he couldn't cast any other spells with uh, uh -huh. what he had in his hand. So I, I understood the logic afterwards. Uh, I think if he cast that Magus, I was dead, though. Yeah. I, I couldn't cast him spells. If either. you can stop your opponent from casting all of their spells versus, like, you're just screwed yeah. until you have another land, I think you're you're in good shape. Um... So yeah, you went you went X and two uh, for Eternal Weekend, which is pretty great, uh, an amazing run. Um, but let's let's now pivot and talk about uh, the the future of this deck. Um, you know how how Sam, how do you feel about the build as it is right now? 
Uh, I think it's the strongest. That's to say, how do you feel about Michael's Michael's build at, at this point? Because that's the last one we have, sure. we have yeah. to look at. But I'm just going to consider that one as the same. Uh, just two cards yeah. different in the sideboard. It's pretty much the same shell, if I can say it like that. And it feels, um, honestly, mm -hmm. this is the strongest that Infect has ever been. I've been playing it since, um, I don't know, 2016, something like that, like forever. And I've I've never had the feeling that I had. This is the first time we have like an I win button, right? If you have Legolas at a certain time, it's just, okay, I'm going to win now. Okay, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's our Teferi, right? <laughs> it's yeah. that powerful. Yeah. And that's the, the game has all, um, the deck has always been able to steal games, but Legolas allows you to not only steal games, but makes for so many cute things you can do, so many sweet interactions. It's also a removal spell. Um, it, it's literally everything we've been wanting for a long time, and I'm very excited for the future. But honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know if, if I could get to create a card. Like, what do I want currently? Because the pump spells have been... We've gotten so many pump spell upgrades. Now, protection upgrade. What else is there to like? Like, new infectors clearly not coming if we look at new Phyrexia. Um, yeah. So... I'm not hoping for that. So honestly, I don't know. Um, you can always get a stronger card, of course. But um, I'm happy. Yeah, do we for need the time like a being. plus five? Yeah. Plus five? Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, will, it's, that's uh, silly. Even you know? enough time, we will get new pump spells for sure. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm very excited for the future and um, the deck. What I'm playing right now, it's clear that also since um, Eternal Weekend and results and um, well, my hype about the deck, um, the interest has really increased because uh, you know I have a Patreon dedicated to Infect. And it has pretty much exploded after Eternal Weekends, where yeah. I'm close to 100 If you're interested in Infect, now. by the way, the Patreon link is, is below for, nice. for Sam. Nice. So, che so check that out for sure. So um, I think the only reason why um, we haven't seen that many people talking about it is results online is usually what get most, uh, get, they get more attention. And I, I rarely play online these days, so I have not been able to compete in any challenges, etc., um, and I don't think other people are interested in playing Infect right now. And that is still a thing with the deck, um, which is why I'm so surprised with, with hearing that you went 9-2, by the way, Mike, uh, after picking up the deck after just a week. The deck um, is not easy to play. And I think that's... Legolas makes it... You have the I win button, sure, but um, mm -hmm. you will not always have Legolas. So the deck is still very difficult. And if you make a wrong decision at a certain point, you will three for one yourself. And I think that's the reason why people are still a bit afraid of playing it. But um, I do think we will see an increase in the popularity if um, if we see the results coming, because I do think it has it's it's just as powerful as it has ever been. So I'm in love with it now, and I'm very excited about the future. Yeah, and the the deck is definitely tough to play. Uh... But I think one of the greatest strengths for me on the weekend was how fast the matches went. I've mm -hmm. always been a a player who's playing like the grindier control decks or the mid range stuff. Playing Infect, I think you the got to longest eat in between rounds. Yeah, you got to the, go to the bathroom. I never went to time. <laughs> uh, I, one time I looked at the clock when my round was done. There were ten minutes left, but most of the time I'm looking at the clock and there are thirty five minutes left. Yep. So I just had so much free time. Yeah, which you was either win fast great. or you lose fast. Yeah. You yeah. know what's having, going on pretty quickly. <laughs> having that mental energy to last for 11 rounds of Legacy just decided the event for me, honestly. Yeah, I think, uh, for me, if, the, like, you know, Sam, you were saying if there was, like, a, you know, wish to get a card to put into the deck, I think it would be some combination of, like, split card where it does, like, a pump and, and like, a counterspell. 
or like this is a pump spell and it kills an artifact or an enchantment like that would be my like you know pie in the sky wish so you uh, just love another and, Legolas, but then, <laughs> but yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I take it. I take it. <laughs> yeah. sure. I think. I think. But I, honestly, I don't think the deck needs that much. Like, I think we're at at a point. Like you said, this is the most powerful the deck has ever been. Uh, yeah. To that end, like I think I won. I, I was always pretty conservative about my turn two kills. I didn't do it very often. I think I won like four games off of turn two kills, where I was like, they don't have it. Soul read, and then yeah. I just attacked. And like I was right, you know. <laughs> I mean, you have to, right? That's yeah. that's the deck sometimes. That is difficult. I think, I think no, now more than ever, it, it. Yeah, just just being like, okay, like I know what you're doing, and you, the best thing you could possibly have in your hand is a leyline binding. I'm attacking, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, I think I think at this point, the deck is as powerful as as it has ever been. Exactly. Uh, and and the removal in the format. Does does line up against it to a point, you know. Solitude's a problem. Snuff out's a problem. Um, but the the tools are there if you if you play the deck uh, with some amount of patience. Uh, that yeah, you and can, especially that you can I want to pick around. up on that because um, the reason also why the deck has been feeling as powerless ever is because the the things we are really afraid of really aren't played that much anymore. Like snuff outs, the card's really bad right now because everyone's playing bowmaster, so everyone's cutting it, which you should do, I think. People are also Please. cutting, yeah. But that's just based on the meta. That's the right thing to do because you will mm -hmm. you're just going to die to bow masters usually. Usually, so yeah. why are you playing snuff outs if you're playing yeah, it? You're you playing it in the sideboard. Snuff out a rhino. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> that you can do bad. that. Sure, it's just not as good anymore. <laughs> Same with plague engineer. Plague engineer is at an all time low because tribal decks are just gone. Like against what decks do you still want plague engineers? Elves is not a thing anymore. It's no crave control. And they don't play elves, so <laughs> there really aren't yeah. that many decks anymore that Plague Engineer really hits, which is also good for us. Solitude, yeah. I haven't really seen it a lot in, in Legacy, really. Like, I, I don't even know a deck well, that, that like, really plays it. Well, that, like, 80-card Death and Taxes just mm -hmm. isn't played that much anymore. Exactly. So I think it's yeah. a combination of all these things where, and sure, the Bowmasters as well. Yeah, it pings for one, sure, but it costs two and it pings for one. All my uh, pump spells just save our creatures. It's a combination of the deck having gotten a lot of upgrades that people don't know about, uh, Legolas and Nimbigan, and the way the meta is set up right now, that I think the deck is good um, in combination of those two. Honestly, to me, it feels like a tier two deck. That's what I would give it. Um, given, of course, that you're playing um, with the skilled pilot, but that's true for every deck, basically. That's yeah. how it feels to me. Um, and also, you get a lot of these free wins because people don't know what you're doing. I've had, I've had readers uh, during my eternal weekend so I cost by and people looks at the card and says, "Okay, what does this do then?" I'm like, "Okay, um, let me just explain to you what infect is." <laughs> because one of deck... my opponents in like late in the tournament, uh, I I swung for lethal with an Inbigan on an Ink Moth Nexus, and I had to explain like why it was a plus five plus five, yeah. and oh, yeah. he called no. a judge to make sure that Inbigan was legal in the format. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have like, to explain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I yeah, believe you, I believe the plus five plus five. I don't know about this card though. <laughs> yeah, that happens. No, I had a I had a match uh, in a side event uh, where uh, my opponent was on death and taxes. He had mm -hmm. like six guys back, just ready to block, and I swung in with my glistener elf. Uh, he had eight infect, and I it pumped with a, a, a what's it called a noble hierarch, and he goes, well, "That's ten. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> he just picked up his cards. 
And I was like, did he think it was unblockable? Like, I mean, he took it. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I paid money for this event. If you don't know to, like, I didn't tell him it was unblockable. You know, like, I he had blocked a, a Glister Elf in an earlier uh, game. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. I asked him after the round. He's like, yeah, I think I just forgot. <laughs> like that I happens had, though like that happens yeah, yeah, people we just forget this. about cards they don't see you don't know I how to play same, but same, with, uh, yeah. with Bladder Agents where I'm just I'm like so I have Bladder Agents so they just play a bunch of creatures tapping out and I'm like okay my turn so I'm gonna, I'm gonna so I just said attack they're gonna go okay I'm gonna block and I'm like no. I'm sorry, man. That's just <laughs> that's just not that's just not how this works. <laughs> to that end, the same thing happened to me when a po- when my one of my opponents played Grist a couple weeks before the tournament. I thought Grist target was targeted removal. So, uh, or uh, sorry, I thought Grist was uh was an edict effect. So I I just like oh okay, I guess I lose my uh guy, and then I didn't realize that I could have saved my my guy with a like a vines at the time. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So. You know, I mean, read your opponent's cards. I mean, hey, <laughs> Tell same for me. I've done stupid things. I've tried to spell pierce the grist. Yeah. I've actually done that. It was in Bologna oh, at yeah. season. So I spell pierce grist. My opponent's like, oh, God, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, my opponent also didn't realize. So I spell pierce. They put it in the yeah. graveyard and we continue playing. And there's like a dude standing watching the game. And he's like, I'm going to have to pause right now because I'm going to have to call a judge. And we're like, Okay, why? <laughs> like, what do we do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and he t- he then told us like spell piece doesn't work because it's a creature, and we are both like, ah, yeah, damn. <laughs> so that happens. Well, I will have uh, everybody's everybody's particular builds below. The one thing I want to say about my build uh, for Eternal Weekend is that I I think a lot of the losses I I took were because I cut lands and I didn't have enough lands to activate my lor- my Lorians. Uh, so I want to take out a spell pierce and add a basic force because i'm sick of losing the blood moon uh to the deck and i think that's where where i am with the deck right now um but uh everyone's decks are below guys uh thank you so much for joining me on this infect symposium and i i i hope uh everyone everyone gets to uh 10 soon thanks for having me thanks for having us yeah heck yeah it was great hey see you for the gift that keeps on giving all year round join our patreon at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and hey check out this playlist we got up here with all of our interviews over the last couple of years. Some great people from the Legacy community, some really great guests.